Today is Monday, April 10, 2023. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. The first reading according to Acts chapter 2 verse 14, 22 to 33. Then Peter stood up with the eleven and with a loud voice addressed them, Fellow Jews and all foreigners now staying in Jerusalem, listen to what I have to say. Fellow Israelites, listen to what I am going to tell you about Jesus of Nazareth. God credited him, and through him did powerful deeds and wonders and signs in your midst, as you well know. You deliver him to sinners to be crucified and killed, and in this way the purpose of God from all times was fulfilled. But God raised him to life and released him from the pain of death, because it was impossible for him to be held in the power of death. David spoke of him, and when he said, I saw the Lord before me at all times, he is by my side that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. My body too will live in hope because you will not forsake me in the abode of the dead, nor allow your Holy One to experience corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life and your presence will fill me with joy. Friends, I don't need to prove that the patriarch David died and was buried. His tomb is with us this today. But he knew that God had sworn to him that one of his descendants would sit upon his throne, and as he was a prophet, he foresaw and spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah. So he said, that he would not be left in the region of the dead, nor would his body experience corruption. This Messiah is Jesus, and we are all witnesses that God raised him to life. He has been exalted at God's right side, and the Father has entrusted the Holy Spirit to him. This Spirit he has just poured upon us as you now see and hear. The Gospel according to Matthew chapter 28, verse 8 to 15. In fear, yet with great joy, the woman left the tomb and ran to tell the news to his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them on the way and said, Rejoice! The woman approached him and embraced his feet and worshipped him. But Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to set out for Galilee. There they will see me. As the woman proceeded on their way, some of the guards went to the city and reported to the chief priest all that had happened. The chief priest met with the elders and decided to give the soldiers a large sum of money. With this order, say, that his disciples came by night while 
you were asleep and stole the body of Jesus. If Pilate comes to know this, we will explain the situation keep you out of trouble. The soldiers accepted the money and did as they were told. This story has circulated among the Jews until this day. He tells them to share the good news of his resurrection. In the Gospel, Jesus meets the woman returning from the empty tomb. He tells them to share the good news of his resurrection with his disciples. In the first reading, Peter shares the good news with the people in Jerusalem for the celebration of Pentecost. These readings remind us that the principal task of the baptized is sharing the good news. Evangelization is the foundation of the Christian mission. We share the good news of Christ with all whom we meet. Through our words and even more by our actions, the example of our lives transformed by God's grace and lived in faith is the most powerful preaching that most people will ever hear. Sharing the good news is grounded in Easter joy. Why would anyone want to listen to the preaching of a person who lacks joy? Because we follow the risen one. Our joy and our hope that we will share in his resurrection cannot be contained. It spills over, shared with everyone we meet. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 18 Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, finding joy in praise. When the famous British writer C.S. Lewis first gave his life to Jesus, he initially resisted praising God. In fact, he called it a stumbling block. His struggle was in the suggestion what, that God himself demanded it. Yet Lewis finally realized it is in the process of being worshipped that God communicates his presence to his people. Then we, in perfect love with God, find joy in him, no more separable than the brightness of a mirror receives from the brightness it sheds. The prophet Habakkuk arrived at this conclusion centuries earlier, after complaining to God about evils aimed at the people of Judah. Habakkuk came to see that praising him leads to joy, not in what God does, but in who he is. Thus, even in national or world crisis, God is still great, as the prophet declared, though the feed tree does not bud and there are no grapes and the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior, he added. As C.S. Lewis realized, the whole world rings with praise. Habakkuk likewise surrendered to praising God always, finding rich joy in the one who marches on forever. Patricia Rabin
when you praise God, what's the impact on your spirit? Reflecting on God's goodness, name three things you can praise Him for today. Loving God, even during hard times, stir in my heart and on my lips the rich spirit of joyful praise to you.